good, good morning, and welcome to your Wednesday edition of In the Know here, March the 2nd, 2022. Sam Gormley guiding you through another edition of the show, as you might be listening with us on K105 and Litchfield's Country Station 1039 The Moose, at least for the next 20 seconds until our friends at the Tornado Sirens will start taking over our coverage. But if you're watching with us on K105 Digital Productions, you'll be able to stick through. And if you're listening back with us on SoundCloud, you will be with us as well for that. Coming up on the show today, we will update you on the news headlines and all sorts of other fun and also continue the March of Kindness for today. But first, we will bring in right on cue... For Christy Buckles, our first intro, and she gets kind of a tornado siren with it. So right now, this is when we can tell all the secrets because not everybody gets to listen because EAS is taking us up. But I'll bring in our first get for not guest co-host of the day. It's Christy Buckles. Good morning, Christy. Good morning. Don't you love the little extra snoop along with tornado sirens? Right, a, it works. A little bit, it? yeah. I mean. It's fun. I have a list here of a new survey has found the list of modern conveniences that people say they cannot live without. So I'm going to go through these and you can tell me whether you could live without them or not. Okay. Are you ready? Ready. First one, TV remote. Well, who lives without a TV remote? That's true. You have to actually get up and, and change it. A garage door opener. Again. I don't have a garage, so I guess I could say I could live without that, but it's one of those things that you definitely like to have. The snooze alarm. Um, I used to be a snoozer. Oh, I'm a snoozer, 100%. But my husband, um, he kind of got frustrated with me. <laughs> what about I the... I no longer snooze. The light in the refrigerator. Oh, yeah, that's important. Electric blankets. I don't know. Debit cards. Well, yeah. And, and I think I can know the answer to this one. What about <laughs> your cell phone? I could never live without my cell phone. <laughs> We'll bring in our second guest co-host for today from the Grayson County Extension Office, the Ag Agent, Whitney Carmen. Good morning, Whitney. Good morning. How are you? I am happy to be here. Do you like having the tornado siren under you? Is it still rolling or is it stopped? I think it's stopped, but, you know, it gives me chills every time I hear it, whether it's a drill or not. And this is just a test. If you're listening with us, it's just a test every year. No, it's still going. Okay. It must have been because it spins around. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of does its little little Mm -hmm. spin. So. Uh, Whitney, I know when you walked in this morning, I, I was planning on asking you this question, but you answered it for me as I was wondering, you know, do you drink coffee? Every day. A- and it was, it, it answered the question. Well, Korean researchers found that even if you're not drinking it, inhaling coffee's aroma can make you feel calmer every Ooh. morning. I can see that if you like the smell of coffee. I know that there's someone in this room that you might have been able to assume based on the sound effect that was made does not like the smell of coffee. Yeah, I do not. I'm not Sorry. naming any names. I don't names, drink but... it, and I hate the smell. But I How do you interesting. survive? Because, I mean, I know Mark drinks coffee, so does he just make it away from you? Oh, no. He he makes it. I just ignore well, it. I ignore the smell. No, well, <laughs> I just keep walking through the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, it, there are definitely worse smells. There is no doubt about that. (laughs) Uh, It's going to be another warm day ahead as, again, as we just mentioned, the tornado drill is happening. That's on my list to talk about right here, but we're a little bit behind where where it was planned for. But right now it's the temperatures, you know, getting up into the the low 70s today. It is going to be just a a perfect day. Whitney, do you have baseball tonight? Uh, No, tomorrow evening. Oh, well, it's going to be a little chillier tomorrow evening. Mm -hmm. Uh, But today, I mean, a high is 74. I mean, this is perfect weather for today so if you got something that you need to do tomorrow high 57 low around uh, 36 for tomorrow friday 61 but your saturday i mean a high is 73 and a low of 63 uh, very very slight chance of rain but it i mean doesn't get much better than that and then sunday and monday you are going to be looking at some rain showers i think that we will be going to a baseball scrimmage on saturday so oh. i'm looking forward to that not well yes i'm looking forward to it just to be outside perfect weather for <laughs> well, it i mean you can't can't draw it up much better than that no. i get to pick up alea this afternoon from okay. school so, so i think we're gonna go to the park yes you can't get Take much better weather than right? going to the park today on a day like today where it's i mean no clouds in the sky at mm-hmm. least when i was driving in and Feels really nice. I, you know, you can yeah. even walk, rock the short sleeves. We will do it this afternoon between school and gymnastics. We'll go to, we'll go to the park. Love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night was the State of the Union. I'm just going to hit some of the topics because we're going to move <laughs> on just because there's there's a lot to cover and 
uh, Whitney, we can talk about baseball too, which is sure. <laughs> <more> what baseball <laughs> <laughs> that it, that is more exciting. Maybe we can even talk about the Sports Center because that's yeah, that's a that's hot topic too, well. isn't it? <laughs> uh, Biden's sixty-two minute speech, which was split between attention to war abroad and worries at home, reflected the same balancing act he now faces in his presidency. He must marshal allied resolve against Russia's aggression while tending to inflation, COVID nineteen fatigue, and sagging approval ratings heading into the midterm elections. In his speech, he highlighted the bravery of Ukrainian defenders and a newly reinvigorated Western alliance that has worked to rearm the Ukrainian military and cripple Russia's economy through sanctions. He also announced that the U.S. is following Canada and the EU in banning Russian planes from its airspace in retaliation for the invasion on Ukraine. As is customary, and I always love this. This to me is this. I don't really I'm not sure that I've ever watched the State of the Union, but. The one thing I always like to find out is who's the designated survivor. I always wanted that. I actually asked my husband that last night. He goes, you know, it just surprises me that many people are in one room at the same time. I said, uh-huh. but I wonder who the designated survivor well, is. Your answer is it was the Commerce Secretary, Gina Raimondo. Okay. Uh, uh, it's a pretty good TV show, The mm-hmm. Designated Survivor with Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. Um, he was first the first season was really he? good. He was HUD. Okay, HUD. HUD secretary. I yes. tried to watch it. I couldn't really see. I liked it. I, it was, I enjoyed it. Was okay. It. Um, I like Kiefer Sutherland though. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's pretty good. Uh, president also highlighted investments in everything from internet broadband access to bridge construction from November's one point two trillion dollar bipartisan infrastructure law, uh, and he also led Congress in a bipartisan tribute 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 to retiring Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer and highlighted the biography of federal judge Kendaji Brown Jackson, his first nominee to be the first black woman on the high court there's a lot more information and honestly if you care you probably watched it and if you want to know more uh just go to any news source and they'll tell you there. everything it's it's yeah. there and go to the news source that you would maybe like to hear about and they'll tell you exactly <laughs> what you need to do kind of a crazy story uh in the mcdaniels area the other night a grayson county man with a history of fighting with and threatening law enforcement has been arrested after firing a handgun in a neighborhood pulling a firearm at police and fighting with deputies near mcdaniels Monday night, around midnight, the Breckenridge County Sheriff's Office and Kentucky State Police were dis- dispatched to the 1100 block of Calvert Church Road, about four miles southwest of McDaniels, after a nearby resident reported hearing multiple gunshots in the area, followed by screams. According to the arrest citation, when deputies arrived, they saw a man, 35-year-old Owen Braden, quote, hang halfway out of a busted door pane holding a handgun. He was waving the handgun around, pointing it at himself, pleading for officers to shoot him. Police attempted to talk him into surrendering without success as the suspect continued waving the handgun and pointing the gun in the vicinities of officers and neighboring residents for about 40 minutes. At one point, and this is a quote from the citation, he got into a paddle boat and removed his clothing while continuing the erratic behavior. He then charged officers while still in possession of the handgun. Instead of shooting him, officers were able to take him to the ground in the driveway where the handgun was pinned underneath the suspect. Oh, it keeps going. The position was held for several minutes as officers attempted to fight the handgun from his hands. They used batons and tasers, successfully ripped the handgun from his grasp as he continued to resist and fight with officers during the struggle, which resulted in him being taken into custody. One officer received a laceration to his left eyebrow area. Once in custody, he told the officer, quote, that he would kill him as soon as he got out of jail, (laughs) according to the citation. Through actions, eight officers were placed in immediate danger while attempting to disarm him, according to the citation. He was treated at a local hospital and lodged in the Breckenridge County Jail. And as you can imagine, a lot of different charges. Mm-hmm. And the charge list, eight I feel like, ones, is... I would say. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, yes. And uh, this was not his first run-in. He had an incident in Clarkson uh, in July of 2019 with former Clarkson officer Rick Clemens and former sheriff Rick Clemens. Um, so it's, it's kind of a, a wild story mm-hmm. going on there and uh, from... Just, just it, up the road. It, yeah, near it's near the elementary school there. Ben Johnson. Yeah, is that's that right? our school. Mm-hmm. So it's ben Johnson. not not far from there. Yeah. When I was looking it up, uh, Kentucky parents should be aware of the risk of developing multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children who have been infected with COVID nineteen. Kentucky's public health commissioner says this condition is rare but serious. Doctor Stephen Stack said on Monday at a news conference, it occurs about two to six weeks after the COVID nineteen infection itself. He added and can occur after mild or even asymptomatic COVID-19. His warning came during remarks on new coronavirus guidelines from the CDC in prevention. 
In light of declining cases, masks will no longer be required on buses or vans operated by public or private school systems, including early care and education slash child care programs. He urged schools to continue to use the state's test-to-stay program and advised parents to vaccinate their children to prevent possible complications like multi-system inflammatory syndrome. I know that there was the story in it was Wolf County where yes. the girl was uh, died at the school, and I know that they said that, and I don't know that there's any connection that they've drawn to it yet, but said that she had just recovered from COVID-19, and mm-hmm. I'm sure this is part of the reason why he's just wanting parents mm-hmm. to, to be more aware of that. Uh, a bill to benefit college student-athletes has gained committee approval, legislation that allows collegiate student-athletes in Kentucky to profit from their name, image, and likeness, advanced to the General Assembly on Tuesday with unanimous approval from the House Education Committee. As uh, Morgan, Morgan McGarvey and Max Wise were, were the sponsors of the bill, and Wise told the panel that the legislature should not have been dealing with this. It should have been handled many years ago by the NCAA. Amen. Uh, <laughs> yes. Morgan McGarvey said this bill sets guidelines and parameters, which providing great flexibility to the institution. Most importantly, he says it, is, it specifically allows universities to help the students with legal and financial advice. He noted that there are some restrictions. You know, they uh, cannot get involved in substances that the NCAA forbids, like adult entertainment or products or services that would be illegal for the student to be involved with at the time. Sports betting, controlled substances as well for that. This is really good. The bill passed unanimously and now heads to the House floor, where if approved, would go to the governor's desk for his signature. So this is good Good news if you are Mm -hmm. uh, a fan of of college sports, especially a fan of the University of Kentucky or the University of Louisville, where Mm -hmm. this could really help. Uh, people like Oscar Sheepway. Yes, who finally got approved. Which is great. Yes. It's a, it, similar to this, it's about time. Yes. It's about time. Uh, unemployment reform measure passed narrowly. A panel would reduce the from 26 to 24 the total number of weeks someone could collect unemployment, but it could drop to as little as 12 based on the unemployment rate. Uh, the sponsor of the bill says tying the number of weeks to the jobless rate is currently done in nine states. It has helped to sustain and solidify the unemployment trust fund in those states. When the economy is good and unemployment is low, the number of weeks are lower. When the economy is in a more precarious situation, the number of weeks increase. The sponsor says that laid off workers are encouraged to pursue educational programs by providing five additional weeks of unemployment during a training program. It also includes a work share program, something that he says is available in 27 states. Workers continue to work a portion of their hours and they receive a portion of unemployment benefits that keep this keeps the workers from being permanently laid off. The bill passed six to four as uh, two Republicans joined two Democrats in voting no on that committee. And it now passes and moves along to that's either the Senate or the House. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. it's weird. I can't keep track of that. But um well, that's obviously very – a lot of people have a lot of strong opinions when it comes to unemployment. We learned a lot more about that mm-hmm. over the last two years. Major League Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> what Major League Baseball? Yeah. Financial fight costs regular season games for the first time in 27 years. When they ended talks to end a management lockout collapsed on Tuesday and Commissioner Marab Manfred scrapped March 31st openers – with owners and players unable to agree on a contract to replace the collective bargaining agreement that expired December 1, Manfred canceled the first two series for each of the 32 to 30 teams, cutting each club's schedule from 162 games to likely 156 at most. It's going to be less than that. Yep. A total of 91 games were erased, as this is a, I don't even know how to describe it, is it's a baseball cluster. can't keep doing this. Mm-mm. But you know what? The good thing that's coming out of all of this is that, and I will say this, and this is my opinion, we're seeing more college baseball. You are. And honestly, that's fun to watch also. So I I do think that while if you're an MLB fan, and and we are, but and I hate that this is happening, and I think a lot of it is just it's over money and greed and all of that, and think of it what you will. But in the the positive out of that is that we are seeing some college baseball. Yeah, teams. and it's good to, to get some of these mm-hmm. the, the younger, and I know minor league baseball is probably yeah. going to explode this year. Uh, I know that the Louisville Bats mm-hmm. and the Bowling Green Hot Rods are kind of saying, hey, we're here. And I think, doesn't Lexington have a new Genomes team? Correct. Yes. Something like that. They, they have two teams <laughs> yes. now in Lexington. But I think yeah. it's just Major League Baseball cannot keep going through this because it's already in a it's mm-hmm. it's in a precarious situation right now. And if they don't... Do something because right now they're just alienating fans because sure. fans are just kind of like I don't care. Just I just want to play. Just Watch fix, them it. Play. Mm-hmm. fix it. Fix mm-hmm. it. And I think that right now, it, both sides are getting 
the, the other side is saying that the other side's the bad guy, and I think fans are just getting to the point where it's like, okay, you're both are being the bad guy right mm-hmm. now. Let's sit down and let's try and figure it out. Right. And I don't – luckily, I'm not in those rooms to have to figure that out, but <laughs> it's – it's a, it's kind of a mess. Yes. Uh, Cats picked up a win t- last night, eighty three to seventy two over Ole Miss. Finished the year eighteen and zero in games played at Rupp Arena. It was the fourteenth time in school I did history, not know that. and the sixth season in John Calipari's tenure at Kentucky that he's completed an undefeated season at home. Um, it was last season, obviously nine and sixteen. So they've really just mm-hmm. completely flipped it over. Uh, Davion Mintz and Kellen Grady were honored prior to tip-off, and I know they both got on the mic after the game, and Kellen Grady dropped the mic saying, Grandpa out, because okay. they call but him Grandpa. But you know what aggravated me was the fact that, of course, on they had the commentator talking to, I think it was maybe Severe Wheeler after the mm-hmm. game, and I was like, let him go be with his team. Stop mm-hmm. asking him questions. <laughs> and the re- they had to do that because they had the game afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they were trying to, like, we got to get you in here now. And I know. I know. I, I really wanted to hear what they were saying. I too, did too. Is, uh, but I heard uh, somebody on Twitter had posted the video. Sure. I, I like you can to find go it back if you want it. to. Yeah. But, but uh, Christy, you, you might appreciate that one of the Kentucky players is 24. You know, mm-hmm. Very old man. So they call him uh, Grandpa. They call him Grandpa mm-hmm. because he's the he's oldest. He's 24. He's the oldest player on the he, team, yeah. though, by far. Yes. Um, he's, he's now in his. Fifth or sixth year I of college. I was going to say he had several, and he's kind of an years. old soul. Uh, unbelievable story, too, mm-hmm. too, from him and his his he's family. A good kid, yeah. Uh, so they call him Grandpa, and he he just owns it that he he's Grandpa. So when he left the floor <laughs> for the final time at Rupp Arena last night, he said Grandpa out on the microphone and dropped twenty four. Yeah, really? He's great. But well, for, a, for a college a, basketball player, that is old. Well, that's old. I mean, that is old. I guess. Well, yeah. and there's a few football players that are that old too. Yeah, yeah. I think there's it is a few. old. Again, uh, I'm not sporty, but. It is. Okay. It's a little old. It is. Uh, Grace County High School alum Grace Gorby has been named the NCCAA Student Athlete of the Week. She's a <laughs> member of the Asbury University tennis team. She had a really good week last week, and uh, it's good to have a Grayson County native yeah. get, yes. a, get a national national uh, recognition there. So congratulations to Grace on a big uh, recognition on that. And then I have two two headlines here that I can't leave this segment without mentioning to the both of you. First off, you'll never guess which state we're heading to. I mean, just I know this is going to shock the both of you, but we're headed to Florida. <laughs> uh, where a driver clocked going over 130 miles per hour on a causeway tells cops, I was only going 100. Only 100? What were you driving? Uh, I'm going to try and see here if it says, and it does not say what kind of car he was driving. But uh, 24-year-old Bryce Carden Green was seen weaving in and out of traffic while racing another driver on the causeway. He told the officer he was going slower, doing 100, not 130. The speed limit is only 60. (laughs) And now this one, surprisingly enough, not in Florida, but instead we go to northern Ohio, where an Ohio man has been charged after hitting another man in the face with a slice of pizza. <laughs> I wish I could think of a funny When officers arrived, they noticed pizza sauce in the victim's face, but no other injuries. The man told police they had no idea who the man was or why he would assault them. So did they call the cops for that? They did. See, like, really? Right? Wasting tax dollars. Come on. Apparently, man. what happened is this man walked up to them took their pizza, Uh put it into his mouth, and then struck one of them in the face with a slice. (laughs) I'm sorry. I would so sit back and laugh. He was charged with disorderly conduct and summoned to appear in court for assault. (laughs) Can't make it up. Can't make it up. we got to get to a break. March of Kindness continues. We'll tell you what today's task is after this. You're on In The Know. Today is Ash Wednesday, marking the first day of Lent. Mm -hmm. It is Dr. Seuss Day. Big fan. We'll have more on that a little bit later on in the show. It is Old Stuff Day, a celebration of antiques. Okay. Banana Cream Pie Day, Mark's Mm. absolute favorite. (laughs) International Rescue Cat Day. 
A good day to add a new member to your family by adopting no, a you. cat. No, Another one you. of Mark's but, favorite things. I was no, going to say, bananas mm-hmm. and cats, Mark. <laughs> Why do you Ow. think Mark's out today? He's celebrating both of those days. <laughs> and the final one is Stop Bad Service Day. Those are your today's is honoring companies that foster loyalty by providing top-notch service. I can't get behind that. It is also day number two of March of Kindness. As we're partnering with our friends at Wilkie Elementary, trying to become kinder. Whitney, I don't know if you know a lot yeah, about this. Yeah, I saw this. something about it, yes. As today's task, are you ready? Tell someone you are proud of them. Oh, I do that every day. So what we want to do is, if you go over to the K105 mm-hmm. Facebook page right now, you will see the picture that will pop up. And what we're trying to do is, we want you to tag somebody in the comments that you're proud of. Tell okay. them that you're proud of them. We want to kind of create this in Grayson County. We need more of that. Mm-hmm. We need more of people really being nice. So let's try and just blow that post up yeah. with... With acts of kindness and tell someone you are proud of them mm-hmm. in the comment section on that post. So that's really good. Um, March of Kindness continues throughout the month of March. So we have a lot of really good tasks and we're going to try and com- complete each one every single day. Uh, Whitney Carmen is our guest co-host today joining us here in the studio. Whitney, yesterday we t- talked about tips on sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, if you didn't know, uh, Dennis Cook from First Baptist Church, is now going to be performing a sleep study that he's going to report back on in six months. Oh, okay. So he's going to write a blog post that he has a task for in six months. Okay. So we've set a reminder and everything that he's going to have to have it done in six months. So I'm going to give him some extra tips here because I have now found a list of foods to try if you're having trouble sleeping. Okay, I'm all for Are you ready for these? Mm -hmm. Okay. The first one, almonds. Okay. Almonds. It's because they're high in magnesium. Okay. I'm not going to ask why. I'm uh, just going to say, and it is also one of the highest plant-based sources of melatonin are almonds. Hmm. That's probably why you're sleeping more. Uh, exactly, <laughs> yes. A walnuts is second on the list. Okay. Contains several nutrients that promote good sleep, such as melatonin, serotonin, and magnesium. Okay. Number three, right on cue, bananas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bananas are a good bedtime snack since they can't contain a trifecta of sleep-promoting compounds, carbohydrates, Tripodophan, sure, mm-hmm. well, and melatonin. And the potassium in those help me with, like, my restless leg. Yes. Well, there you go. That See, works I, as well. I, I actually will eat a banana a lot of time as a bedtime snack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, tart cherries or cherry juice. Okay. A chamomile and lavender tea. I've always heard yes, that. Yes. Um, that makes sense. Oats. Okay. Due to their high fiber content. I was going to say, do this it fill you up? Um, salmon. I mean, who doesn't want to <laughs> fire up the salmon <laughs> well, at 1130 I mean, I at night? Maybe if you have it for dinner. <laughs> eggs. Okay. They say eggs contain many nutrients that are important for sleep and overall general health. Uh, shows eggs are one food that are higher in melatonin. Hmm. Avocados. Uh, big fan. So that would put me to sleep because I eat eggs and avocado in the morning. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm so tired <laughs> Maybe that's in the why morning. you're so I do love that most of these oats, eggs, avocado, fruit. It's like <laughs> breakfast. Seems it's like, more exactly. like morning. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the final one are kiwis. Okay. Well, I do love kiwi. Kiwis. So do you buy these? I do on occasion. Yeah. I don't do it very often, but yeah. More in the summertime. What about the list as a whole? Would do you? Are you gonna? I mean, I eat try all any of those things. Out? Yeah, they're part of my diet, so it's not like I'm gonna go extra on them. But right, yeah. I, I mean, I found it interesting, and I mean, it makes sense the science behind it. I'm not sure that I knew that nuts I, uh, that I almonds mag- were high plant sources of melatonin. Well, or magnesium. I'm, I wonder what the chemistry is behind that that makes you. Sleep. I'm not even gonna try and figure that out because that is something i think i would go look for chemistry is um, it says here magnesium is rarely considered mineral is a rarely considered mineral that plays many roles in the body over 600 functions at the cellular Mm -hmm. cellular level i think Uh, it makes things work together i think is what that is but i don't know i'm not a scientist so i can't do you think it counts if it's like an almond joy (laughs) i'd say probably not i know i didn't see chocolate anywhere on that list at all yeah i I don't (laughs) i could get behind that (laughs) I don't know that, that that's going to work. Just like I probably, if you do like a chocolate-covered banana or banana cream pie, probably doesn't work that way. Probably doesn't work that way. I'm more likely to do that. A new Yale professor that. is teaching what she calls as the secret of happiness to the okay. masses. As the paper noted that a recent Gallup poll found that 38 Americans were satisfied with their life, but she blames capitalism culture 
And she says that that's telling us to buy things in a hustle achievement culture that destroys students in terms of anxiety. I don't necessarily disagree with that in some instances. Yeah. Uh, what her, here are her tips to become happier. She has really three of them. Meditating, mm-hmm. reflecting, and connecting with other people can have a positive effect on happiness. Okay, I mean, I get that. She also says, and I really like this, she teaches her students the acronym WWW. She says she uses the example of when we pick up our phone. She says you should ask yourself these questions. What was the purpose? Why did we do it at this specific time? And at what cost did it sacrifice other meaningful activities like studying or talking to your roommate? That's, that's actually a really good concept. Yeah, Again, I love that. That's www. What was the purpose? Why did we do it? And at what cost did it sacrifice? I like that a lot. Yeah. And especially, you know, I find myself too, and I'm, I know other people are guilty of this as well, but you are... It's just a habit. You pick it up and whether you're with your kids or whether you're sitting on the couch with whoever, it's, yeah. Well, see, I have the love-hate relationship with uh, every Sunday morning at whatever time it is. Apple sends me the, here's what you, how much time you spent on your phone <laughs> your this weekly week. weekly report. And one I of those, the same thing, I, yeah. Yeah, and, and one of the, the points on there is how many times you picked your phone up. Oh, and and it's always really interesting to see. And then it always says, too, uh, which app do you go to mm-hmm. the most often mm-hmm. afterwards? Uh, so it's it's just it kind of shows that when I'm picking the phone up, it means, you know, sometimes it's just because I got a text message. And sometimes you can tell, oh, you were just bored. Yes. You were just bored and you're checking Twitter or scrolling yes. through Facebook or, or, or whatever it might be. But I found that interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. WWW, something that uh, probably we'll, we'll, tr- we'll try to do yeah. a little bit more yeah. of. Uh, a new study says walking each day may slash your Alzheimer's risk by over 30%. Hmm. A research at Washington, Virginia, Washing, Virginia Medical Center found people who kept up a decent level of fitness were 33% less likely to develop this disease. Even just a half an hour walk five days a week or a 15-minute walk daily could be enough to slash the risk. I know that usually if I go for a walk, especially now, today might be a day that I do it. It's mm-hmm. really nice out. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it does. It makes yeah. you feel better. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel accomplished. And I like to throw on, you know, throw headphones in. And usually I'm listening to a podcast or something, yes. and it's just kind of nice mm-hmm. to, to get up and just you just kind of get to, in a way, like she had mentioned, you get to forget about things and kind of reflect yes. and listen. Yeah. And hopefully we tried, nobody bothers We walked you. every day this week, actually, or played outside, you know, our own form of activity but yeah we've done something outside every day and you're right it does it makes a big difference it It makes you feel better it It, really does it just does Uh, whitney on average uh, how often do you grocery shop (laughs) (laughs) well i don't hardly go in the store anymore so So usually twice a month yeah i do twice a month yeah uh christiana for you all it's it's just about once a week isn't it yes we do your pickup pickup once a week. Uh, yes. And so this mom is going viral right now. She's a mom of five. She claims she only buys food for her family once every six months. Hmm. Oh, honey. She probably makes all of her food. She, like... Her near $4,000 haul includes six bumper jars of olive oil, a year's worth of rice, 20 pats of butter, Ten dozen eggs. She also stocks up on twenty-two packets of pasta, ninety-five bags of chips, twenty-four chicken breasts, as well as enough beef to make at least fifteen meals for the family of seven. She says it's like an all-day event when we go shopping. We head out right when the store opens at ten a.m. Right now it's four p.m. and they're still going. Uh, if you're going to spend that much money on meat, then find somebody <clears throat> that you can buy a purchase of beef from, or you know that way you're a butcher not butcher shop to, yeah. or something. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. She lives in Michigan, so I'm not sure. So if she's Michigan, far from well, the store. It doesn't say. It doesn't say really and, as to why she says we're a family of seven. We have five kids, and this is just what works for us. Not everybody sure. would like to make this huge haul in one trip. But that's just how we'd like to do it. <laughs> we're hoping about four to six months that this will last us. And how much chips? 95 bags. I just, like... Uh, yeah. That's, that's a lot of chips. It is a lot of chips, but if you have five kids... Yeah. Or but, four kids, whatever it was. And I'm just said. like... Uh, and it, it's just very interesting to me that you have 22 packets of pasta, 95 bags of chips, but only 24 chicken breasts. Or like, is it 24 chicken breasts it, it or is it 24 says, packs? It just says 24 chicken breasts. Maybe they have chickens. Because I Maybe. was surprised by how many, yeah. how little eggs they had. 
Uh, too, it says here. Right? But then I'm also wondering, I mean, 10 dozen eggs, how are you not going to have those go bad? Can you freeze eggs? Eggs last for they last quite some time. Six if months? you keep them in the fridge, they'll last a while. I say, you're the expert, Whitney, on that. I can. Say, I was going to say, well, you're, you're actually our... Natalie's the expert, especially if they're well, you, not refrigerated. Guys, they'll last a long time. I was going to say, you two can like combine on that mm-hmm. with using the ag and the yeah. Home I wonder and... if she does a little homesteading. That I wonder they're if that's, their sky has it to be. has to be. She's in Michigan, yeah. but yeah, I, I saw 22 packets of pasta and six bumper jars of olive oil too. She's getting quite quite a little bit uh, yeah. of olive oil there. And then this picture I saw here this morning, I, I definitely wanted to mention a Nova Scotia couple <laughs> whose three-year-old bulldog gave birth to a litter of eight puppies said they immediately noticed something unusual about one of the newborns. Her fur was dyed green when she was born. Look at that. That has to be... Uh... It's a rare discoloration which has been documented before. It is okay. believed to be caused by light-colored puppies coming into contact with the green pigments from bile while in the womb. That's what I was going to say is bile. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I saw that, though, and I was like, that's it's really cool. It's like Clifford mm-hmm. the Big Red Dog, but yeah. instead it's green. a Canadian couple's green dog. <laughs> but... Huh. I saw that, though, and I was like, that's, that's actually really cool. Yeah, it is. It's um, interesting. And it's hopefully they can keep point. it. Yeah, I, I I would want to keep that though, mm. a, a oh. green dog. And I'm curious if it'll keep the color. I bet it doesn't. No. But uh, it says it's rare. It's only been documented a few times huh. in, in in the history of that. Have you ever seen Have you ever seen anything in your not necessarily green, but any weird no, discoloration? A lot of weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot. I like of weird the, I like the way that you used to describe <laughs> that too. Just a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> yeah. Albino uh, I can do a lot. That. Yeah. <laughs> Show's not that. long enough to, nope. to, to, to dive deep into that. <laughs> no. I like it. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, have your Did You Know? And then is Beetlejuice maybe coming out with a sequel? We'll tell you about that coming up here on In The Know. But in his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. You got to know when the home Did you know? Fleas jump at about 140 times the force of gravity, which is 20 times that of a space shuttle launch. Wow. Fleas? Did you know fleas jump at about 140 times the force of gravity, 20 times that of a space shuttle during launch? I was going to say, insects are pretty interesting like that. Think about ants and what they do. Uh, carrying it on their backs and yeah. all of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of... It's definitely really, yeah. It, mm-hmm. it was kind of a wild fact that I that I read here this morning. Whitney Carmen is mm-hmm. our is our guest co host joining us today. Whitney, I know that you have something going on today, don't you? Or is that Natalie? I was Natalie seeing. has micro or home based microprocessing, and I think it's going on right now. Right as now, we speak. Yes, so and it might then, be a little too late. Well, yeah, it'll be a little too late <laughs> for today. But I actually have a pesticide class tomorrow morning at nine, and then again at five. And okay. that's the last class I'm doing for these guys that need their private or gals that need their private applicator. So if you need it and you know it's expired, you need to come tomorrow, one of the two classes, and otherwise it's the end of the year before I'm doing it again. Do they need an RSVP or or anything? Just let me know you're planning to be there, yeah. Okay. Good information Mm -hmm. there. Uh, Are either one of you Beetlejuice fans? I watched it some as a kid, yeah. I am. Yeah. So have you heard that Brad Pitt's production agency is now developing a sequel? I had not heard that. The fantasy comedy classic from Tim Burton that saw Michael Keaton as a malicious spirit a spirit hired by a recently deceased couple to scare off the new owners of their old house. Right now, it's not clear who would return. Keaton isn't confirmed, nor are David Baldwin, Winona Ryder, uh, and not even Catherine O'Hara, Jeffrey Jones, who played the parents, as well as Burton. So nobody yeah. has been confirmed to, to, to come back on this. I'm not sure if you could do, redo it with... You can't do it without Michael Keaton. No. See, I'm weird when it comes to remakes or anything like that. You can't really... I mean, it was good, mm-hmm. the first one. I don't know that this is one that you want to do a second one, though, on. Right. right. Sort of like the Ghostbusters. I wasn't... I mean, it was interesting spin on it, but mm. it was kind of like, eh, it's not mm. like the original. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just I read that and I was like, ah, I think Michael Keaton, I think... 
And if it's if Michael Keaton's not in it, then I don't want any part of it. I don't right. think. Uh, just because he's Beetlejuice. Um, Michael Douglas is going to be playing Benjamin Franklin in an Apple TV Plus limited series. He's 77 years old. He's been cast as Benjamin Franklin for an upcoming Apple TV hmm. Plus series about the American political figure and founding father. Interesting. This might have more of an interest towards Mark. I uh, know he's kind of a his likes history. Maybe I don't know yeah. what his opinion is on Michael yeah, Douglas. Something he would like, but uh, not me. I don't know. Um, interesting. The series is set to explore the thrilling story of one of the greatest gambles of Benjamin Franklin's career. At age seventy, without any diplomatic training, Franklin convinced France, an absolute monarchy, to underwrite America's experiment in democracy. Release date is yet to be announced. Hmm. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> I, maybe I would see that. Um, Lindsay Lohan is expanding on her relationship with Netflix with a deal for two more original films in which she'll star. Uh, She was attached to Falling for Christmas, a holiday rom-com that is slated to debut on Netflix later this year. In it, she plays a newly engaged, spoiled hotel hotel heiress who gets into a skiing accident, suffers from total amnesia, and finds herself in the care of a handsome blue-collar lodge owner. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Now it's Lindsay Lohan, right? Not is Lohan. It, is it? Do they something she, about that she really? got a TikTok and everybody freaked out because she f- said her name was her Lohan? Own, and it was Lohan. Really? Yeah, I've always everybody been told said it's we've Lohan. been saying her name the wrong well, I know, time. There's a lot of people like that. Yes. who it's just like, and they've just gotten to the point where it's it is what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, you know, I uh, previously released the series Sick Note in which Lohan, I guess, is I guess, saying, yeah, <laughs> featured in concert Lohan. with Sky One and is also currently home to scare scary movie. Five in which she co-starred. Ugh. I mean, I guess. I mean, she, yeah. She she was in a lot of movies when I was young. She is one of our yeah our age. I guess Herbie fully loaded. Yeah, it was. <laughs> she's in a Thorn. lot of those kid movies. I Thorn guess. that I was thinking I'm of. So much older than you all. It's <laughs> not even funny. Well, I mean, she was also in. Was she Freaky Friday? Freaky yes. Friday. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Uh, was what she was, she in. was mm-hmm. in. Was she not one of the uh, the double? Oh, when they're their sisters and they're. Uh, yes. <sighs> Uh, yep, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she was. What is that called? Um, Golly, Parent Trap. Parent Trap. Thank you. Yes, the, and I think it was a remake of that. It wasn't was. It, it was yeah. a remake of Parent Trap. Uh, she was the girl, mm-hmm. the girls, I guess. In yeah. in that, I'm almost positive on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Odenkirk is revealing how he survived his near fatal heart attack that he suffered in the summer of 2021. He went on the Howard Stern Stern show and spoke about what happened that day in July 2021. He said that uh, he just collapsed and the defibrillator doesn't work once. That's not good. He said when it doesn't work the second time, that's kind of like, forget it. They tr- jacked it up a third time and it got him back to rhythm. So it took three shocks from the, the defibrillator. Defil- wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, wow. I like him. He, he, he's I funny. Think he's really good. Uh, he's better Cole Soul. Mm-hmm. I think they're coming out with the final s- season mm-hmm. of that, and he's really good in Breaking he's, Bad as well. He's in a new. He's in a movie too on Netflix, uh, and, really? and it's really good. I can't think of the name of it, but it, he's. It's really good. Christy, are you a? Do you all consume Better Cole Soul or Breaking Bad or anything like that? Um, Breaking Bad, yes. I've not started uh, Better, better Cole Soul. Yeah, I yet. like him. I'm, but I it's mean, on my it's list. Good. Saul it's Goodman. Good. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've been waiting, but I've not done it yet. The Jonas Brothers are announcing a live in Vegas residency tour. Oh, really? What? From when? June 3 uh-huh. to 11 at MGM Las Vegas. Uh, yeah. Five dates go on sale on March 7th, 10 a.m. local time by a Ticketmaster. Hmm. Um, I So I guess that would have interest to maybe you, Christy. I didn't know that well, if it would. Well, I mean... If we're we were not. there at that time, I would be interested, but we're yeah, not I don't know. Be I mean, the, time, the Jonas so. Brothers are—I mean, I guess it's not. Necessi- I'm, not, I'm huge, not necessarily I'm the not clientele a huge fan, yeah. but I would go. Yeah, you know, I think I would too. Yeah, I guess I'm really not the clientele when you think about it of, mm, of the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, I think that's probably, probably <laughs> safe to say, even though they were big. I mean, I was a Disney Channel kid, and they were huge. Yeah. on Disney Channel when I was growing up, uh, starting I think on Hannah Montana. Yep, that's where they came out. Got to get to a break. Come back. Wrap up the show after this. This is in the know right here on K105 and 103.9 The Moose. Point to ponder for today. I've come up with a list. So we're going to rattle through these. Okay. 
because you know what? I don't I don't know the next time I'll be on the mic by my you know in this chair. I don't get lit lit out of my cage that often, but I I have an <laughs> hey. open mic. Come on now. <laughs> and uh, I get to create these, so I'm going to go through, and we're going to go through a list of would you rather's. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Would you rather be covered in fur or covered in scales? Covered in scales. Fur. See, I think I'd go fur. I think I'd go fur. This one scales be- are like armor. That is true. Ooh. That is true. But feeling scaly would be, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, it would take a long time to take a shower, though, if you were had fur. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this one to me is easy. Would you rather be in jail for a year or lose a year off your life? Oh, this is easy. I'd lose a year off my life. I'll take that. I think so too. Yeah, but no. It's pretty. I, but j- but jail these days is. Uh, I mean, and I'm not saying this because <laughs> I mean, it depends on what kind of jail it is. Like, is it? What shows are you watching? The Grayson, <laughs> you're, you're in the Grayson County Detention Center. Or okay, the, well then I probably. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be a hard one for me. Uh, would you rather put ketchup? Or chocolate fudge on everything you eat. Everything. Everything you eat, ketchup or chocolate ketchup. fudge. Ketchup. See, I think I'd have to go ketchup too because mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, cho- if yeah. I like, I don't. Like I mean, sleep. I eat a lot of meat. I could do a lot. It's of- like, do I want if I'm eating a nice steak? I, I I think I can live with it if there was ketchup on there. I don't want it. Right. But if you put yeah. chocolate fudge on a steak, like that doesn't. No. No. And I'm more likely to eat. Not sweet food. I mean, I love sweets, but I'm more likely to not eat that. I can survive on that. This is a good one here. Would you rather have all the traffic lights you approach be green or never stand in line again? I've heard this one before. I too, and I have... I think I'd go with the green traffic lights. I think I am too, because listen, I don't don't like to sit and wait in my vehicle. Well, and I don't stand in line anywhere. Because I feel like if... Usually, I'm not in a rush if I'm standing in line. Yes, I don't. And I'm more likely to run mm-hmm. into a green light than I am to have to stand in line with something. Or a red Agreed. light. I'm sorry. Yeah. And so, therefore, I think I would choose the green light. Would you rather spend the rest of your life with a sailboat as your home or an RV? RV. 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 I was going to say. And my percent. husband is going to die I would, if he heard that answer. I'm, okay. Uh, true story. <laughs> <laughs> I live, my, when my parents redid their house, okay, we had an RV. I grew up camping, so that's, mm-hmm. I could t- totally do that. In fact, I would love to do that when I retire. Um, we lived in an RV in the park or in our driveway the summer we redid everything. It was an experience. It was an experience because mm-hmm. I, I was, you know, but it was, I, I, I could do that every day. Would yeah. you rather have a third eye or a third arm? Depends on do we where it is. Where is where <laughs> it's in the back of my head because then I could do I could do the third eye. I, I'm guessing it would be like one, two, three, or the arm would be coming out your chest or something like yeah. that. I don't know. I have questions about that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, me too. This one's a good one. Would you rather give up all drinks except for water? Or give up eating anything that was cooked in an oven. I can give oh. up all drinks except water. I feel like yeah, I could. so could I. Mm-hmm. I know, and that's why I was going I drink back a lot and forth. Of water. I, yeah, and I do I like, love a good casserole. I like Dr Pepper is like my that's you that's know, your that's, go-to. that's my go to, and it's like. Oof. But you could use a grill for the rest right. of your life. But I'm thinking like pizza, one of my favorite meals. Grill it. Yeah, and I mean, is it's like is that the same thing? But it's like if you go out to eat. Like, can I order pizza from, like, uh, a restaurant? Because technically they cook it in an oven. That's, that's kind of what I was... strategic, that's for sure. Know, that's, that's what I was problem. thinking is, it's yeah. like, am I really going to have to be like, hey, yes, pizza restaurant, uh, can you grill my pizza for me? <laughs> Probably but if you don't know, is it is it is it really that way if you don't know it? You know, ignorance is bliss sort of thing? I, I don't know if that, mm-hmm. that's, that might be against the would you rather rules. I'm not know. sure. On TV tonight, the season two premiere of Neighborhood Wars on A&E. Never heard of it. Heard of it. No, me either. Uh, Christy, I'm sure you might be excited for the season 33 finale of Amazing Race. Well, I like it, but my husband would be more excited. I'm excited that it's going to be over. (laughs) (laughs) The season one finale of Next Level Chef on Fox. The season seven finale of Legends of Tomorrow on the CW and the season three finale on the VW, which I'm not even sure what that is of Batwoman. I've never heard of any of that except for the amazing Amazing race. Race. Mm -hmm. Uh, Today's highlight in history for today is the flight of us air force B 50 bomber 
Lucky Lady 2 proved that an airplane could be refueled in air and fly around the world nonstop. It returned to home base in the state in 1949. On this date in 1927, I found this interesting, and I will, I know you will as well, uh, Whitney. In 1927, Babe Ruth signed a three year contract with the New York Yankees for a guarantee of $70,000 per wow. year. Which was the highest paid player in baseball at the time. <laughs> they would what laugh year? at that. I'm Nin- sorry. 1927. <laughs> that, on mean, this, well, for MLB now, some now, of your, you know, now there are players that make forty million dollars a year. Yes, it's just funny. They make more than seventy thousand dollars a game. Yes, uh, some and at bat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the sixteenth Academy Awards were on this date in 1944. Casablanca mm. won Best Picture. On this date in 1962, Wilt Chamberlain scored 100 points in a game. Yeah. Or on this date in 1981, Howard Stern started his broadcasting wow. career. Oh, goodness. Uh, on this date in 2004, John Kerry won Super Tuesday, pretty much solidifying himself as the nominee. On this date in 2004, former Reds owner Marge Schott died at the age of 75. Controversial, I should say. Mm-hmm. On this date in 2012, the Lorax premi- uh, premiered oh, yeah. 10 years ago today. Don't know that I've ever actually seen it. It's a good oh movie. my goodness! It's cute. Um, it is awesome. On this date in 2014, Gravity won the award for best director. Actually watched that not too long ago. Really good. Have I seen that? I don't That's know that with I've seen uh, that. George Clooney and Sandra Bullock. Then yes, really I have seen that. Really, really good. I was, good. Gonna, That's I was it. thinking it's Interstellar. Now we watch that all the time. That's one uh, of our favorites. And best picture was Twelve Years a Slave, which I've also heard is, uh, is very, very good. good too. Mm-hmm. Birthdays. Uh, turning 91 is Mikhail Gorbachev, president of the Soviet Union. Um, turning 66 is Mark Evans from ACDC. <laughs> turning 60 years old today, John Bon Jovi. Whoa. Stop. Turning Don't Craig. Don't believe in. <laughs> turning 54 is Daniel Craig. Huh. James Bond. I, I thought he was older than that. 54. He's born in 1968. I would have thought he was a little older than thought. that, too. Yeah. Chris I mean, Martin from Coldplay turns 45. Rebel Wilson I'll turns like 42. Too. Bryce Dallas Howard, the daughter of Ron Howard, turns 41. Hendrick Lundquist, the goalie in hockey, mm-hmm. turns 40 today. Uh, Reggie Bush, football player, turns 37. He's my age, yeah. Or, you know, or, um, I, re- I remember watching him. And then let's see if I, I can do it here. Tua Tagovailoa. <laughs> Tua Tagovailoa. I, I got Tagavoyola. it. Turns 24 today. I can't today. Do it <laughs> And then uh, there's a quarterback that I'm not mentioning that turns 40 today. He's a quarterback... Former quarterback from the western portion of the state of Pennsylvania, but his name doesn't need deserve to even be mentioned on air. If you know me, you could probably take a guess at who I is it is. I don't know. I'm, I'm here. Let me see. Um, he's he's up the there paper. at the top. I'm not. I'm not mentioning that name, and I would prefer if you did. Oh, it's, okay. I, to, I got you. I, I have got to you use now. like the bleep button when I, I say it. I got you now. Uh, gone but not forgotten. 1793. Sam Houston. Doctor Seuss. Born on this date in 1904. Mel Ott. Baseball player. Born on this date in 1909. Desi Arnaz in 1917. It's time for church toppers now, and we're running a little short on time. That's not a good thing. And so we'll just go ahead and start in 1946. How's that sound? <laughs> sure. Really? 46 mm-hmm. is where you're going to start? It's a good one. Okay. You don't All like right. Al Dexter? You don't like a good Al Dexter song? I mean, it's fine, but okay, never heard fine. of it. We'll move it on. How about 1964. Maybe. Oh, yeah. The Beatles were number one with I Want to Hold Your Hand. I can do that one. Yeah. It's a good one. We'll now have to jump up to 1973. Ah. The Dueling Banjos. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like. <laughs> Isn't it true that you hear this when you drive into Brownsville every time? Hey, be nice. I was going to say Hudson, but okay. <laughs> Thank you. you. You can't tell me Mark would have made that same joke. I, he probably would have. <laughs> I, oh, I've seen there him we in go. concert. You have the Jay Giles band. He opened <laughs> for uh, Kid Rock. Really? Yes, at the okay. Ford Center. Yep. 1982, Setterfold, number yep. one, the Jay, Jay Giles Band. It's a good song. Yeah. It's probably my favorite song on the chart topper list today. We'll go to 91 because we're running short on time. We're just going to have to hit quick ones here. 1991. 
Whitney. Whitney. I mean, it's good, one? but it's not my favorite of hers, but yeah, like, she's yeah. still good. All the man that I need. I can do this next one, though. <laughs> you already know where it's going, well, don't you? So here's the thing. When you sit over here, you can't see. Oh, I'm sorry. She gets the preview of what's to come. Oh. And, I mean, do we even need to? We'll just, we'll just let it get the head here. <laughs> I don't even need to say what song this is. Everybody knows. Nope. Christy, I know you're going to be really excited for this next one. Well, I hope so. For an absolute fact, I know you're so excited. On this date in 2009. Are you kidding Taylor me? Taylor Swift was number one with Love Story. Uh, she's better as really? a pop artist than she is country. So no. there's my... You weren't excited for that one? Mm. I was expecting that. What were you expecting from me? How about this? Is this a good way to end? Ed Sheeran number yeah. one with Perfect. Oh, I can yeah. well, this one, but... I mean, it, it definitely could be worse. Really? I guess I could have. Worse Ed than Taylor Swift? Um, oh, I was saying Ed Sheeran. He's, he's fine. I don't mind Ed Sheeran at all. It could be worse good music. than him. Whitney, I appreciate you taking the time to, to join us. Well, thank yes, you. thank you so much. I always <laughs> love it when you're here. I'm sure that you'll be back at some point. I will, yeah. In the next, you never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Next time you come in, we'll be closer to March Madness. I know, I'm excited. Which is very I'm exciting. excited for this year for once in a while. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there'll be baseball, too, when you come back. <sighs> maybe. We'll see. My point, my pearl of wisdom, rather, for today, they always say time changes all things, but you actually have to change them yourself. They always say time changes all things, but you actually have to change them yourself. That is my pearl of wisdom for today, and that'll wrap up our show. For Whitney Carmen and for Christy Buckles, I'm Sam Gormley, and guess what? Now you're in the know.